what is going on everybody this is the O that you should know omar kills solomon one third of the culture cast for the culture by the culture we do it for the culture and if you're not down with the culture we just can't help you bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish what is going on everybody happy tuesday it's june 22nd recording this after nxt an amazing night of nxt and we'll talk about that in just a second but let's introduce the squad first we got the man known all across the world my home brother from another mother worldwide ray what is going on my dude just coming here you know shooting the breeze unlike ben simmons <laughs> ah <laughs> <laughs> that's what Already. we choose. That's what we're choosing today. Philly be taking all the L's, you know. First it was you no, know, unlike unlike Aguilar. And then you got um Carson Wentz and Philly just be ooh, ooh child. They I, mean, I mean Wentz is I think Indiana's problem now. So Sorry, Terry. Sorry, Trey. <laughs> and then let's head on down to the six one eight, our home girl, the queen of the six one eight. Britt, what's going on? What's going on, y'all? I'm coming up with a nickname, so once I get that situated, we'll be good to go. Appreciate it. I got, I'll be coming up with new ones like every week, so I'm, we're going to get one eventually by the end of this, you know. But make sure you guys uh, follow us on social media. CultureCastPod um, underscore is on Twitter, and then CultureCastPod on IG and Facebook. Yes, it's been a minute. I forgot my own social media tags. But yes, CultureCastPod IG and CultureCastPod underscore on Twitter. It's a quarter to ten. Who the fuck is chasing the ice cream truck at this time? Man, people be hungry. People, people. You can hear it too. <laughs> That's why I stopped. I'm like, am I hearing shit? <laughs> like... People be hungry, man. People be hungry. They, man. Want, a, they want a soft serve cone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let's let's shoot the shit real quick because there's something happening, ladies and gentlemen, in the culture that is so important. And when something's happening in the culture, we here at the Culture Cast must talk about it. And that's this Saturday, the versus of all versus, ladies and gentlemen, Big Draco, mm-hmm. Soldier Boy, versus Bow Weezy, Bow Wow, Shadrick Moss. Ooh. Ooh, I think a tear's gonna come to my eye, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, I'm not pretty. I'm not sure. I don't want to make an assumption, but something tells me you've been to a Bow Wow concert here and there, maybe, or had some posters on your wall here and there, maybe. So what? It's never Bow Wow concerts. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make that assumption, my sister, but I just thought it was a safe guess because I know you personally. So I'm like, you know what? Right. I think I, I think I can make that guess. Tell me and tell the Culture Cast community what this versus means to you. But first of all, it's going to be a beautiful disaster, especially with Soldier Boy going on his little rants on Twitter with Bow Wow and all that. But it's definitely going to be back 2000 again with my airbrush shirt and my little gold name necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Taking us back to the screen tour days. I'm looking forward to it. Not the screen tour. Are you going <laughs> to have the... Um, I keep playing around with the layout, but are you going to have... The butterfly thong sandals on with the light up belts. Cause I'm gonna put my white tee. LED with the. I LED. do have my LED belt. I gotta find it. It's in my closet somewhere. Or they had like your name going across it. 
Yep. <laughs> For those who are from the Chicagoland area, Ray, you'll get this. And Ray, you're from the Midwest, so you might get this too. Ray, I'm wearing a crisp white t-shirt uh-huh. with a with a fitted cap <laughs> and some shorts. And I'm the shorts like, wait, 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 wait. How, how long are the shorts? <laughs> All the way to the ankles. How long is the shirt? All the way to my past my chest. <laughs> And I'm getting ready like I'm going to get on the uh, the Metro on the 3rd of July. That's how I'm getting my mood. I'm getting ready for the Taste of Chicago this weekend for this versus. All right. I'm going to have a turkey leg and I'm going to be ready for Big Draco to put Bow Wow in the dirt. Mm. You hear me? Mm. What is Bow Wow going to do when he plays shootout? Tell me, okay? When he plays shootout. I mean, all you got to do is put on that like you, man. Sing it in one breath. What about... Hey, but, but, you know, but you know what Bow Wow play that piano that... Da, 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 da. Once, he, once he play that piano intro, it's a wrap. Look, she got a dunk. Tell me what it's going to be. She got a dunk. Oh, nothing being that. Um, <laughs> no, nothing being that. What is... I mean, come on. Speakers going hammer. Blammer, blammer, blammer. Put bow, some wow, respect. Wow. Yippee yo, yippee Where am I? Okay, I can't beat my, my man's half Fred Durst in the video. <laughs> That's goat status. What is gonna be kiss me through the phone? Tell me. Come on. Puppy Let's see, he got that. He got girlfriend with the Marion. Mm-hmm. Shorty like mine with Chris Brown. Oh, shorty like mine, yep. <sighs> Out of my system with T-Pain. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but but this right here is my swag. All the girls, they want me. Damn. <laughs> he can put fresh and I mean up against that. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Gucci bandana. Gucci Gucci bandana. Hey! Like, come on! Mm. Soldier girl, turn my swag on. I can't Did wait that count? to that. Yes, it counts. Okay? And technically, he wasn't he on all the way turned he was. up? Hey. Put some respect. I mean, on I mean, Big I mean if we if we if we doing features, then we gotta do Bow Wow's verse on. Oh, I think. Oh, I think they like me. Yep. Oh yeah, I can't cap that. Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Something like the underground. Come on. I ain't black gotta car. act hard. I'm under twenty one with a black with a car. Black <laughs> you know what? Though I would live, and we can cap it on this. I would go crazy if they both perform Marco Polo live. You know that's gonna be they the closing. You know that's gonna be the closing, man. Look, because. Yep. Soldier Boy, and I've said it before on this pod, I'll say it again. The greatest bar of all time came from Soldier Boy in Marco Polo. If you guys don't know the bar, I'll, I'll, I'll enlighten you. Okay. He said, <laughs> I will enlighten you. Hold on. I mean, I know the whole thing about arts. I already know he about the greatest thing. Hold on. <laughs> Black card, white rims. Do they both get along? This is not the Matrix, but I am the Oracle. Do you want to me? The question is rhetorical. Let's go, Draco. Let me sip my drink. Well, we know who he's going for. <laughs> <laughs> she make it clap, clap, clap. Anyways, 
First of all, shout out to the um, <laughs> shout out to TikTok because yeah. Also in the culture right now, and Ray Brady, have you seen this? Black content creators have been on a boycott. You know, Megan the Stallion made that song "Thought Shit," and mm-hmm. she actually gives you the instructions: hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thought shit. Once again, shout out to Chicago for creating the word "thought." By the way, mm-hmm. that was all, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> And now it's national. Thank you, Megan. International. International. Um, but all these white all these white girls and people are there so they're lost on TikTok because the black content creators went on a boycott. They said we refuse to make a dance. <laughs> so if you click on the sound audio, there's like no there's no dance for this song. There's somebody I think one black person did like ah and walked away. And then some white girl copied it. Like, see, look, they can't even make a dance. And we gave them a week to make a dance. So I want to just clap my hands to Generation Z for um, standing up and saying, no, we will not be, we will not let these content creators steal our work and get famous off the stuff that we make. You know why? And also, I want to thank you because when I go out to the club, I don't want to see niggas doing TikTok dances. So I'm all <laughs> for that. I want to see you. <laughs> let me see. I mean, my thing is, what took them so long? Right. Like, you know? like, what was that fucking game? Fortnite, like, stole a lot of black content creators' dances. And then, like, even before that, we still had, like, good, like, black content creators before, like, the TikTok thing with doing dances online and never being taken. So it's like, dude, we've been, we've been asking for this for the longest. Like, Damn. like, it's about time. I'm all for it. And here's the thing. They could have... Look, somebody could have made it a basic, like, high school musical type dance. And that's no shade. I look... I love high school musical. I bop to the too. top. Okay, we bop to the top ready. Okay. <laughs> you are the music in us and me. Anyways. There you um, go. You get it. <laughs> all right. You know, I don't dance. I know you can't. I'm on we are on a roll today, ladies. Oh yeah, you just dance. <laughs> you know, we're soaring. We're flying. We're breaking free here at the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. And speaking of wrestling, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Hell in the Cell. It was this past Sunday and pretty decent, isn't it? Like, it wasn't, to, to quote one of my favorite words, it was fake decent. It wasn't, like, overly great, but it wasn't bad, if that makes sense. Um, so let's start with Ray. Just tell me a few things that stood out to the show for you. We don't have to go a full recap, but, like, what are some of the things that stood out in the Hell in the Cell show? Take it, it was, away, Ray. It was a pretty good uh, filler show, you know, to lead up to uh, Money in the Bank. I'd say the one thing that really stood out was Hell in the Cell, despite the the unintentional botch that we all know that's all over the internet. But overall, that's been a that's a good match. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else was on that card. Uh, the Oh, refresh me, refresh me. What, what, what were the other matches again? Yeah, Bianca and Bailey. You had Sammy and KO. Oh, yeah, Sammy and KO was a was a excellent match. Uh, it took me like the next day when it was announced to understand like the victory during the Sammy and uh, Kevin match because I thought like he was going to get the win, but as we all know, uh, KO is stepping away for a while. So of course, you know the. The number one rule in wrestling is, you know, put the guy over if you're leaving or like stepping away or so. Uh, the Bianca and Bailey match. I mean, Bianca is doing amazing. What more can we say about her? Um, actually, low key, the Alexa Bliss thing is getting my attention right now. Really? Yeah. 
Really? I thought you I thought you didn't like that at first. I mean, it took me a while, but then I'm like, okay, I'm it's 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 grabbing on to me, you know. Okay, okay. I'll jump in and I'll let Brittany close it out real quick. I think the um I went back and watched it. Um so I didn't watch it Sunday. I was at the gym and I was out I was recovering from being outside um over the weekend. But I would say, of course, I I did sit down and watch Bailey and Bianca because you know I gotta stand a queen and Bianca. Um, it was a different type of Hell in a Cell match. You know, you would have thought it was, it was really more of a no DQ match, you know, a Hell in a Cell match, even though a Hell in a Cell is no DQ. But them ladies had a lot of energy, and that's how you kick off a show. Like you were like, follow this. It was a different type of match. I like the senton spot that led to the uh, the, uh, the I believe it was the senton on the ladder. Um, I thought that was a great spot that led to the KOD on the ladder. So um, that was pretty good. It's always good, like, because the build for that, you know, the build was up and down. It wasn't the best build, I would say, but they, the ladies delivered. And um, I went back and watched Drew and Bobby. And, yes, we're tired of Drew getting chances, but, damn it, he's putting on matches, okay? <laughs> and that's what I love to see, like, the work rate that Drew has put in – it's Bobby, you know, he's down to catch a body. You know, my champion is black. I'm always rocking with him. But Drew held it down. And you love to see it, you know. And you love to see that he still is coming off strong with a loss. That sh- that means he's elevated, despite what the internet says. Don't believe the internet. We're grown, folks. But despite what the internet says, like, he still is remaining strong. And look, the, the next day on Raw, it proves it. He lost to um, Riddle. <laughs> in an amazing match and he's still Drew McIntyre so that shows that he's done the work to elevate his character to a different type of tier um, and it's going to be interesting I have a theory moving forward what's going to happen but uh, Brett, take us on what was your thoughts on Hell in a Cell so you literally took what I was getting ready to say about um, <laughs> Drew, and, <laughs> Drew and Bobby like we are over it but they were violent right off the back, and that was a true Hell in a Cell match to me. But I want to talk about the match that did not make the card, which was Roman and Ray. For somebody who's never been in the Hell in a Cell match, Ray delivered. Like Roman made him look like a million bucks. Good storytelling, overall hard hitting. So those are the two things I'll take. Well, you already spoke on Bianca and Bailey, so yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yes, yes, yes. Hell in the cell. Go ahead. That people that complain about roll-up wins, you could tell that they've never like wrestled in high school and stuff, and they've never been put in a cradle in the shows, because that shit is hard to get out of. <laughs> <laughs> like there's been one bout I remember in high school where I got cradled, and you know, that sh- that shit that shit is uncomfortable. I mean, there's nothing you could do. You're just sitting there. You're like, fuck it, ref. Put your hand on the mat. Like, get me out of this. Like, like well, I'm man. done. I wrestled for maybe two weeks before I went to theater full time. Um, and mind you, I didn't like stop wrestling because I was afraid of it. It's just that, you know, theater was calling my name. <laughs> but you saw Sister Act, you want to be the. My brother, one, my one brother. hit that high note. Oh, happy la, 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 day. La, 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 la. <laughs> oh, happy day. See the fake vocals, anyways, no. Uh, no. <laughs> when Jesus washed my sins away. LOL. We are the culture you cast. Can 
Yes, I could. So that's why I'm like, no, you need to do theater. No, no. But um, I was more of a football. But fo- wrestling was just not my thing. More power to people, folks that did it. But uh, I did football and tennis and theater in the spring and Scholastic Bowl. That was my my winner <laughs> in high school. Hey, football was that shit and wrestling. Of course. Like right after, like right after a match, we get like free admission to the basketball game. So you know, we mm. arrived in style, like middle of the game, like all shit from the wrestling team. Gosh, I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue real quick to talk about before we move on uh, to another wrestling topic. Let's talk about, tell, tell me if you can go back and say your high school self one thing, what would it be? Go ahead, Ray. No, go ahead, Britt. Wait, what was the question again? If you could go back and tell high school Brittany one thing, what would it be? Ooh. And let's keep um, it light. Let's not go with the full. No, 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 no. That's yeah. a good question, though. Um, they chew that deal and don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Period. Period. Oh, come on. <laughs> snap, snap. Period. All right, I'll go and then I'll let Ray close it out for me. If I can go back and tell high school Omar one thing and one thing only is that embrace being different <laughs> because I, I do that now as an adult, but if I, you know, and I kind of did that, but I never fully embraced it, you know, be a unique, loving anime musicals, all type and sports and ratchet shit at the same time should embrace that earlier that and, um, Find a way to football practice my junior year when my bike broke, so I could have kept playing. And then I played my, because <laughs> I didn't play my junior year, but then I came back my senior year. But it was too late. Not, it wasn't too late my senior year. I felt like um, I did really well. I'm not gonna brag on myself. The senior year was dope, but if I would have played junior year, I thought it would have helped me even more in terms of moving forward. But uh, those are those are things I said. What about you, Bray? I would have told myself, "Fuck the noise, go your own path." Because, like back in high school, I was definitely that that top person in school like listen to everyone like oh you should do this you should do that you should do this and i was just like okay 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 and i was doing it and it turned out like all that shit was just stressful as fuck like when i got to college and then like mid-college i'm like you know what fuck what everyone else is saying i'm about to do my own thing and since then you know it's been wonderful you know, it's so funny you say college, and y'all gonna laugh at me because y'all know in real life what I do for college. Yeah. I would tell Omar, research college in high school. Did you know I didn't apply to I didn't apply to college the second semester of my senior year? What? Dude, I was applying like summer, <laughs> like leading to my junior year. For those that are saying, wow, like I've been a college professional for 10 plus years now. So that's funny. Like I didn't, so it's so, it's always hilarious that I've been working and putting kids in college for 10 plus years. And I didn't apply to college till literally January of my senior year when I looked into a cabinet and said, hey, there's college applications in here. Literally, that's exactly how it happened. (laughs) Wow. And and kids, trust me, that's crazy, right? (laughs) It's crazy. Sad. The second semester, what? (laughs) Look, don't judge me. Just like don't judge when Soldier Boy stomps Bow Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up on his verses, all right? Big Draco. Because we are the culture cast for the culture, by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. We have merchandise. Click the link in the bio. We just had uh, recent 
uptick in sales. So shout out to all of our brothers in the PIT. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, they've been buying some PIT shirts. You know, I think it's kind of pitiful personally. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, <laughs> I'm waiting for Ray to say something. But <laughs> y'all see what he's going to say. I thought he was going to say something too. You know, he's probably holding it. He's holding it. Hey, it's a, hey, a top seller. If we're getting sales, which means that we're able to give more back to the wrestling community. So, yeah. On so light, either, either way, wrestling wins in, in this situation. In a way, despite Pitt, wrestling wins. And that's what it's all about. So grab a t-shirt, links at the bio. All the proceeds are donated to independent wrestling because that's what we like to do here at the Culture Cast. We give back. And speaking of giving back, it was Juneteenth this past Saturday. And real quick, we want to give a big shout out to the event that happened, Black Wrestlers Matter 2. Kudos to everyone involved, all the performers, everyone behind the scenes, everyone that was in attendance. I heard nothing but great things. I went back and watched it. Um, uh, fire. It. You called it. You definitely called, called it. it. So shout. And I called the, uh, the number one contender. So shout out to the first ever Black Wrestling Matters champ. The man that was touched by the hand of God, Mr. Front. Man, Jossie. I mean, the fact that he was on this podcast and you felt the electricity through this podcast and you still betted against him. I did not. Shame fully, on you. I did not bet against him. <laughs> shame. I did not bet against that, man. I did not bet against yes, you that, you did. Man. We got receipts. <laughs> previous episode. Ja, I did not bet against don't, that. Don't make, me, don't make me say this you and then it's a pause and I go back and plug in that. <laughs> that. <laughs> That you know voice, what? Fire at, <laughs> Fire at the back. Fire at the back Also, <laughs> and before we get into this your review real quick of just wrestling, let's give another shout out to the uh, to the crew over at Black Wrestling. They put together the BRP Fifty, where they um, and also they have the Beyond Fifty coming up soon with the collaboration with We Love Wrestling. But they had their top ten Black performers. Someone will get off give off their top ten. Uh, but once again, shout out to Black Wrestling. Follow them on IG and Twitter. That's Black, and then it's Wrestling R A S L I N because you know we Black and it's Wrestling, duh. <laughs> but number ten, Apollo Cruz. Talk about that. Apollo jumped from twenty-two last year to number ten. All it took was a character change, embracing his roots. You love to see it. Number nine, and you know he's nine in our hearts, but he's one in mine. Kofi Kingston. He was number one last year, of course, Kofi Mania. Kofi, now he's about to fight Bobby B, so that's dope. Number eight, the homie, Rich Swan. Impact. Last year he was 18. Talk about a leap. That's 10 spots right there. Number seven, <laughs> this man was 48th last year. Take a guess who was number seven. He was 48th last year. I give you, I give you, I give you a crew. I give you a clue. He just joined a company, and he has now elevated a certain talent to another level. Not just he rejoined a, a certain company, and he's elevated the talent to a certain to a new level. Ballin! I just did a. Montel, Montavious. I, mean, I knew who it was. I was just okay. looking at her like, to see oh. if she, she got it. I'm like, come on, Brent. <laughs> I'm like, pew. MVP, MVP, number seven. Hell of a jump. Number six, 
Last year, he was seven. He's moved up the spot. Montez Ford. The sky is the limit for Montez Ford. And um, number 19, up to number five, Mr. Impact. You know, today is actually Tuesday. Chris Bay. And I wouldn't be surprised if he moves up into the top three next year because Chris Bay is on a roll. Number four, and he was same spot last year, Biggie. Biggie Langston, by the way. Emphasis on Langston. BD men slapping meat. Number three, we spoke about her earlier. She had a uh, Hell in a Cell match with Bailey. Uh, main event at WrestleMania night one. Bianca Belair, the EST. Number two. Last year. Last year, Bianca was number nine. So okay. great jump, you know. Sky's the limit for Bianca. We know she, when fans come back, it's going to be amazing. Number two, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby with pants on, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> he was 20 last year. And ever since he put pants on, he jumped from 20 to two. Okay. And then finally, of course, you can find her on the Mandalorian, but you can also know that she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Miss Sasha Banks, the boss. That's number fair. one. That's an amazing list. But go check out Black Wrestling. They have 50 amazing uh, performers. And also you're going to have after the 50 coming up soon. So once again, shout out to Black Wrestling. We love wrestling, putting that together. Um, super dope, super dope. Salute, super salute to our Black content creators. All righty, all righty. Is, go is ahead. that the top 10 for this year? Or like what's the criteria? I believe it's for this year, the overall year. And everything's the full year. Okay. I know. So uh, from like January, January first to now. To my, let me pull. I can pull up the criteria later on when I um, I can shoot it because they had a, a write out a write up on it. I believe it's for the full year. And I know uh, Righteous Reg it, does one too for pro wrestling. January first to now, most of those places are highly debatable. Hey, like there are some people that need to go up there are some that needs to drop down and there's some that i could possibly see like 11 or 12 not like top 10 i love to see it (laughs) i love to see it we could do a we could uh hit them up they uh, did a youtube on their whole breakdown of it and um because i got the full list just go to rg their full list is up there and um there's some people that will move up too you know i feel like there's one person i moved to the top 10 um and he was just outside the top ten. He was uh, at twelve yeah, because Jonathan. if it's because if it's January first to now, Bobby definitely deserves to be number one over Sasha. Which um, is bad. Yeah. Like, now we're doing from now to last year. This time last year, then Sasha. Yeah, but yeah, but in also like, like. Chris Bay and Rich Swan over Apollo. If it's January first to now, like that's, that's... uh, I don't. I'll, we gotta find the. Let's find the criteria before. I can. I, I definitely hear you. Cause I don't. I'm trying to pull it up real quick. I'll find it by the time we get done. Um, and yes, there's a reason why. Um, you know, I'll tell you afterwards. It's funny. It's because don't even mention the name. I know exactly where you might go, and I'll tell you afterwards because it's a funny story. But anyways. <laughs> Shout out to Black Wrestling and everyone else. And then, of course, the After 50 coming soon. 
Next up, let's talk about the mid-year review in wrestling. So it's June, the sixth month of the year. We're halfway home. 2020 is in the rear view. Fans are getting ready to return to the seats and to the stands. You know, Red and Ray, and who knows? There might be an appearance for me come up to Raw in August. I'm going to get a resale ticket, though. No cap. I'll be in <laughs> Dallas, too, with Fort Worth. Put money in the bank. Are you going for money in the bank? Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about Mania. I'm like, I'll see a Mania. Oh, no, I'm doing that, that, too. Trip. I'm doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you find that, we gonna talk off. What about full gear? That's uh, August, right? No, that's That's November. Um, I mean, she was mad about WWE not showing up. But we getting the whole AEW pay per view. I'm, I'll probably end up going. Cause uh, double or nothing's in uh, not double or nothing. Um, all in is in all out is in in Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's super smart because you know that crowd's gonna be hot. Well. Any AEW crowd's gonna be hot. That's <laughs> a given, but um, that's gonna be dope to see. But halfway here, so we are halfway here, at the halfway home to December. Fans are getting ready to return. Uh, the Thunderdome is closing soon. I think I believe. I'm, I'm pretty. I think the last pay per view happened in the Thunderdome this past mm-hmm. uh, Sunday with Hell in a Cell. I'm not sure yeah. in terms of week full time weekly road shows, but I do know that. The Thunderdome's uh, pay-per-view era is over, so fans are going to be returning for that. But let's talk about this mid-year review in wrestling. Let's start with um, AEW, and let's talk about let's. So we'll go from January to now, and let's talk about some things that we've been enjoying at AEW, some things that we want to see change moving forward, and just a quick prediction um, to close out the year. So Ray, kick us off. Uh, I'm liking like. Kind of liking Kenny as like that over the top champion, the you know I'm bigger than this company champion. Uh, many people might not like it, but you know how much we've been hyping up Kenny for you know these number of years. So like he's taking that and using it against us, which is something smart. Uh, same with the Young Bucks. We talk about oh how they how we always talk about how they could sell out their merch or you know they're having like big buys whatever company they're they've gone to and you know they're using that against us which is again genius of them so i definitely gotta applaud them for that um liking like the re-emergence of hangman page like slowly becoming the top guy again uh what else is in aew oh yeah team Taz, another like low-key threat but we're seeing like hints of you know cracks in between the stables so i'm Hoping to see something good out of that, i.e., you know, Brian Cage becoming like the big time babyface because of that. Um, we saw uh, Aaron Anderson's son, Hank Hill, debut. Oh. <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> His name is Hank Hank Hill. <laughs> It's uh, Brock his Anderson, name, his, but his name, is, his name is really I, I didn't know this. his name is really Hank Hill. No. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I thought his name was like, oh, damn it, um, damn it, Bobby. No, I was talking to someone earlier. We were talking about uh, Brock Anderson. We was like, he looks like someone that give you like advice on like your lawn and stuff. Oh, damn it, Bobby. <laughs> and it was like, yo, he looks like he could some meat, a good ass steak. <laughs> I got, I, got, I got to see what this man looks like now. <laughs> Dude, if you look him up, you're going to... 
You're gonna instantly start laughing. You know what? Pull up that picture, right? We, you know, we got <laughs> we got to pull that up, <laughs> oh. and I want to see that reaction. So pull up that picture, and we got to see that reaction later on. I don't know if you could share pictures on. You can only share like videos or your screens. Let me. We'll we'll find a way. We'll find a way, and um, I I'll go on the AEW tip real quick. I think um, one thing that I've enjoyed at first I was never a big fan of like all the stables, but I I've got a used to them. I mean I have no I have nothing against stables. Is getting people on television. I think sometimes some people are being faded into the background. I would like to see them get some more roles, but that's probably because they only got two hours of TV and I don't watch dark, so they only have so much television time. I think Jay Cargill's been amazing. Her with the manager, yeah, he could talk really well, but I know she just she's that bitch. Um, excuse me. So that's what she says. Her words, not mine. So we'll see um, what's going on with that. Uh, but I, I think put her to the moon by the end of the year. I would love to see her go against Britt Baker or have Big Swole re, uh, rekindle that rivalry uh, with Britt Baker. I think that'd be dope. So. Um, do you want to see? I think Kenny Omega is. Tra- I don't want to say he's not trash. I just think he's tra- <laughs> I, I almost talked out of pocket. I'm sorry, but uh, I, I've definitely been bored out of my mind. And I mean, some people might like him in terms of this championship run. I just think it's it's not bringing nothing to me. Like compared to when Lay Champion, when Jericho was a champion, and he was braggadocious. Like it meant something a little bit more. Like Lay Champion. You know what I'm saying? It was just when, when Ambrose, excuse me, when Moxley beat him, it meant more. And I'm not, I mean, yes, it's protected. He's this belt collector, but I'm, I'm not feeling the Kenny Omega vibe no more. You know who's, and I made fun of him, but the the rapper from The Acclaimed. Yeah, he got bars. You can't make fun of that. Like I, I'm, It's like whenever I hear his music, I'm like, oh, snap, where he's, where he's about to do now. Let's slow down on the bars. He got he got a he got a bar or two. <laughs> but but, yeah. but do they catch your attention? Yeah. But when he comes out and he starts rapping, do you are you quiet listening? I'm listening out of the respect of hip hop. <laughs> Just out of the respect of hip hop. I know right. I, I heard and, him, and out of all hip hop, like everyone has like that one or two bars, but then the rest is like trash. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like hip hop altogether, like. It's not yeah. He don't got trash bro. Like I'm not like, like I was. I was listening to Pop that earlier, and and when Wayne said like I ball like two eyelids, and he just popped in my head like an hour ago. Like this dude just say I ball like two <laughs> eyelids. Like what the? <laughs> a lot of his stuff don't make sense now that I'm older. <laughs> you know who else is balling? Malcolm Pivens. But we'll talk about him later. Um, no, but um. I think it's it's catching on to me. Now, I heard him do a freestyle at a store, and that was dope. It was like a random freestyle. And I'm like, okay, I respect freestyle. And I know he freestyles everything, but some of them hit, some of them land. I mean, some of them land, some of them miss. But, you know, the acclaimed. Uh, but, I mean, things moving forward with AEW, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I do want to see more black people. <laughs> I know they're putting more black folks on the car, but I want to see them consistently. Like, I want them to take every... They feel like every promo they make, in terms of, like, those posters, have 17 wrestlers. And sometimes they have 17 wrestlers and, like, zero black people. Like, come on, bro. First of all, you don't even need... You don't need those many people to... That, too. You don't even need that many people. Like, with WWE, like, they only have, like, two people, like, a men's champion and a women's champion. That's all you need. That's all you need. Like, just show us, like... Like Kenny, it could be like Kenny and like 
like a big baby face or something. Just two mm-hmm. two people. And I hear like the, the champion I, I, and like a face that everyone likes. And that's what frustrates me because I know they're trying to generate new fans. They don't need to. They're going to have a sellout show. They don't need to put Sting on every single poster because guess what? Their core market already knows Sting's on AEW. Yeah. They know Christian Cage is on AEW already. They're diehards. You don't need to market them every time because you're not going to catch a new eye on social media for that market. <laughs> you're not because they're already bought into your program. But that's the only thing I changed by AEW. They put too many people, and I want to see some more black folks. Um, so yeah, that's my it, Brent. I know you don't watch AEW that much, but you. It, <laughs> and all if we want to be honest but I'm going to try to make it a priority to watch it now from to the end of the year you heard it you got a receipt you heard that <laughs> I try to watch it more you dropping screenshots all day today ain't you who you you dropped the screenshot earlier on social media um, uh, yeah <laughs> you, yeah I did we are the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. And let's move on to WWE Brit. Uh, we'll kick it off with you. What are your thoughts on this mid-year review uh, for the company? So we are in the year of the tribal chief. Um, like I said a while back, the pandemic has done something good for Roman. I know when he left, he said he couldn't come back the same. So when he came back, he just elevated. So we're in the year of Roman. He's going to keep going higher. Um, One of my things I want them to do is to make tag teams relevant again. They can't really do that with the amount of tag teams that they do have. But it's time to put that back in relevancy as well as booking more women. You know, you have your Charlottes. Bailey, Sasha, so it's time to put somebody else, the rocking on somebody else, whether it's Naomi, Liv, I feel like they're capable, so it's time to push somebody else, and I think the biggest thing for me is just to put more dedication to storytelling, especially on Raw, SmackDown ain't got it, Raw is hit or miss, so just put more time and effort into what they're presenting us. Because, like I said, numbers are going down. People are not showing interest anymore. So it's time to bring people back in. So that's where I'm at with it. I say don't fix what's already um, working for you. And Mm -hmm. I think NXT does an amazing job with this, being consistently good and not occasionally great. Will they always make a huge number? No, but they're consistent with their program. Like, for example, tonight's show, I just went back and watched the clip, and you have – Roddy Roderick Strong debuting with the Diamond Mind. And guess who's debuted with him? Malcolm, say it, say it, Ray. Big money Bivens. <laughs> gotta say the gotta say the B hard. Like, like you can't be right, you can't be right and say some Bivens. Like you'll get slapped for that. You gotta <laughs> say it with your chest. So you got, and anytime he's on television is a great day for me, but like NXT is very consistent with their programming in terms of their women's division and with the roster that they have in the locker room, they're getting a multiple um, people involved in storylines. You have Adam Cole, who's a figurehead, but he's not, he's in the title picture, but he's not in the title picture. Had his ruthless aggression moment with uh, Carmelo today. And I mean, tonight, and that was good. That was so good to see because if you can go in the ring with Adam Cole, who's just a general, 
that says something to me. So you, I love to see it. So if WWE, and, and I know it's a different crowd down there, and I know NXT is a different audience compared to Raw and SmackDown. But if you could take that consistency that they show by having faith in certain talents just to give them the opportunity, like, for example, Liv Morgan. I think Liv Morgan, if you give her a shot, you know, I think she can really do well. And mm-hmm. I do think one, I do think, because I think as a business sometimes, I would not waste everything with no fans. So I do think WWE is holding back on certain things with no fans until the fans come back. But once you, they're only going to have a month or two, especially on the raw side. To mm-hmm. and that's just me talking. Of course, they're going to have more than a month or two. But in terms of before the internet starts yapping again, they're going to have a month or two before when the fans come back to really get some consistent storytelling. Like for example, this past raw, this past week, this week's raw was actually fairly good. It was out of the ordinary. It was different. You had a hell in a cell match with, uh, I almost said Austin Creed with Xavier Woods. <laughs> And Bobby Lashley, which is so dope to see. Um, so I think in terms of like fixing WWE, not fixing WWE, just I, I agree with Brittany. I want to see more tag team wrestling. I want to see different talent uh, get opportunities. I want to see Roman Reigns get paired with new talent each program because I feel like he's elevating the talent every time he works with them. Um, yeah, I mean to me that's it. That that's different. And also, I want to see people take time off. I feel like one thing the pandemic has taught us, like taking that personal time is so important and that they're going to come in back into work. They're going to be refreshed. Um, they're going to put on amazing matches. They're going to focus on the storyline. They're going to really be into their character. And I think the more that the more rest these performers have, the better they're going to perform on our screens. And that's all we want. So that's my big things. Um, oh, and of course I'm loving everything Roman Reigns is doing. I'm loving everything that, um, Vicky, Apollo, um, and I, I just I love NXT. Like I I love NXT, so that's my big thing. So Ray, take us on mid year review on WWE. Dude, you talk about wrestlers taking time off. Like fucking Bray has been taking time off. Explain why you taking time off, and folks still don't understand. So it's like no matter what you do, like people still won't understand, or they'll go in denial. Like they'll believe someone talking about you before they believe you talking about yourself. That's a good one. That like one more you... time. <laughs> a word? Wrestling fans will believe other people talking about you before they believe you talking about yourself. Wow, wow. That's the collection plate. <laughs> <laughs> Tabernacle. Like, like a wrestler could literally go and say like, hey, I'm taking time off because I want to be a dad. I'm my girlfriend's about to have her kid and I'm going to stay by her side for this month. And then, like, some article would be like, yeah, they're not using this guy. That's why he hasn't been away. Like, they'll ignore you blatantly saying, like, why you're going away and go with this person who probably never spoke to you a day in their life and go with their word against yours. And this is about you. Like... (laughs) You know, it's crazy. I'll, I'll take it to the level for what you said. They'll even take a tweet that you said and make it news. <laughs> anything, anything that you tweet in wrestling media now is news. Um, yeah. And that's so crazy. It's sad. It's stop believing these narratives that people are creating uh, for your own enjoyment. Okay. Like, go ahead. Like Ram, a big sorry. example of what I'm saying to like today. Well, yesterday was a huge example. Like, 
both Nikki and her husband, Killian Dane, both came out and said, like, her new character was 100% her idea. Like, her music, her costume, her promo, her everything. That was 100% Nikki Cross. That was no one else. And yet, people are still running with it. Like, oh, they're ruining her. Why did they change? Why did they change her? Like, they had nothing to do with it. It was 100% her. Mm -hmm. Like... Whoever they is, they is getting blamed for something that they ain't even do. And they is and they is at home like, yo, what the hell did I do? Like they like, like, like why y'all blaming drew, me? Like the concept even came out and said that he helped Nikki bring it to life. And they still don't believe it. Like Vince came in and said she gonna do this. So They they need to go outside. Literally. <laughs> oh, they need they, to go outside. They at home, like they at home. I'm like, oh, what y'all blaming me for? <laughs> like, like, brother name, they getting all the blame for it, and he at home trying to chill, you know? That's enjoy crazy, his man. Enjoy his home-cooked meal, and, and he getting his phone blown up. Man, but go ahead, Ray. Talked about your uh, mid great, it's amazing, amazing. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, finish off your WWE mid-year review. Uh, it's been... I got to applaud them for, you know, everything they've gone through for during the pandemic, you know, like the multiple scenery changes. Like when it first started, it was completely like a completely empty arena at the performance center, like with no crowds and whatnot. Then they transitioned to like having the NXT talent in the crowd to help it. And then that turned into, you know, fans actually being able to see themselves in the Thunderdome. So I have to give WWE credit for, you know, leveling it up like during the pandemic to now us being able to you know go there live because you've seen like how hyped everyone were at our wrestlemania when the crowd was back for that so i'm ready to see what houston does when you know when they kick things off when they go on the road uh championship wise um i'm liking all the championships right now and shout out to Sheamus, like to him, he's to me, he's like the the legit guy. Like, like this dude is literally mm. putting his body on the line for the title. A guy that's putting his body on the line who was rumored to be retiring a few years ago because of how much he was putting his body on the line. So I'm loving this, you know, this level up from Sheamus. Uh, Roman is Roman. He's like legit. Like there's not there's nothing more to be said about him. And shout out to that TikTok you showed us, Britt, about the the woman who didn't know oh, who Roman was. <laughs> <laughs> like she, was she thought so she thought it was a setup. She had that pause, like, wait, <laughs> like she was like, you, I choose God. <laughs> you guys to I don't get me. any man but the Lord. <laughs> she was having a moment in that TikTok. <laughs> she was like, what? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Who is <it>? Ooh. <laughs> Literally every girl that I know, I show them Roman. That's the exact reaction. Like, girl, yeah. start watching wrestling now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, RK Bro is something I never expected to click that I would like. Like, I don't know if it's like the, the low key weed references. Like, Riddle's talking about he's going to get the briefcase and he's going to put his stash in it. And. <laughs> whole time he was talking about like burgers like if i were burger king like as many times riddle's been putting over like whoppers and stuff i like throw a contract at him like do we want to endorse my riddle for burger king like as many mm -hmm. times he's been putting it over 
I'm pull you guys. Do you think Riddle is, has rolled one up with the chairman? Do you think him and Vince have, in the back one day at, at the Thunderdome, like, hey, um, <laughs> pass that. I mean, I mean if, he, if he smoked, like, <laughs> I mean, Vince probably walked past him when he was high, like, all right. <laughs> like, like they, def- they definitely had sessions back there, like. Like bro, especially was like, bro. especially especially when after hours Randy was a thing. Like there were definitely <laughs> sessions when after hours Randy was was a thing. Yeah. After Randy, hours, I do want to know who be in those sessions though. Like for real, like who is actually out there smoking it up? Yeah, I say Riddle. I gotta say Riddle, Randy, MVP probably. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know because. There, there was some, there were some times where there was like on Twitter, there was like clips of Xavier Woods going into like Riddle's collection and being high. So like, part of me is like, is he out there with them as well? I think he dibble and dabble. You know what? I think it's just interesting to see, and I would love to see it. <laughs> I, I, you know, but I also believe in discretion, so I ain't putting y'all business out there. But if you put your business out there. Go crazy! Hey, every, everyone knows I smoke. So. You probably high right now. No, nah, I mean it's right in front of me. So. <laughs> I've dabbled and dabbled a little bit, just a little bit. You know, al- alcohol is my vice. You know, I work hard. Tequila is my vice. And this, um, Ray, do you have any more final thoughts on WWE before I uh, segue <laughs> into my, to, to Juneteenth? Hey, like my final thoughts is I'm ready f- to see. SummerSlam, shout out to Cardi B for being the official theme for SummerSlam. Like that was dope. Uh, I'm ready for the return of Becky, which we know are gonna come. I'm ready to see a Rollins drip live. I don't know how, but I gotta see a Rollins drip live in person. It's like That's every it's like it's like WWE is setting us up to see like bigger things live that we're not noticing. Like you have to sit back and think about it like Dude, we're getting all of this like live now, and it's great. And we're gonna get Brock Lesnar's coming back too. Yeah, and that leads to my theory: we're gonna have Brock and Bobby, or it's gonna be Brock and Drew, and it's just a regular match. You can have Brock and Drew and a rematch from WrestleMania in a match at uh, SummerSlam, or you can have Brock versus Bobby. You can get that dream match we've all been wanting. But uh, also, last thing, shout out to WWE. We got two black guys in Hell in a Cell yesterday on Raw. We got Kofi going against Bobby. Look, representation <laughs> matters. And ladies and gentlemen, WWE is like, taking some steps, bro. And then like these, then like these surprise, like, like Money in the Bank entrance. Like, you got John Morrison. You got, you got Young Rico in there. Flyboy. Mm-hmm. You got Riddle in there. Like, I don't know who's back there at WWE, <laughs> but y'all trying to change. And don't listen to the Don't yeah, listen to the internet. finally listening. Don't listen to the internet. And the power game is back on NXT. Mm-hmm. Bless it. Bless Wait, it. I mean, if Don Rico get the briefcase. Oh, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck. Woo, child. We are the culture cast for the culture, by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. I am the only you should know, joined by Worldwide Ray. And we got Brit to the knee in the 618. 
I will see, you see Britt sitting me. I, will, I, I almost got something going. I like that I'm, one. I like that one. There we go. Brit, Brit to the knee. Ooh, like a Brit to the knee. Ooh. Anyways, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, let's wrap it up. We talked about the verses, but how was uh, everyone's Juneteenth, man? I got drunk. It was an amazing time for me. But uh, how was everyone's Juneteenth holiday? Now that's it's a federal holiday now. We kicked it. We went downtown to a um, parade, and then we hit up one of the restaurants down there. So we had a good time. Yeah, I had yeah, a I shirt that said like July Fourth, but it was scratched out, and it had Juneteenth. Like I was getting a whole bunch <laughs> of stares. I'm like, yes, it's working. <laughs> I deal with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Juneteenth shirt on, but I bought it from a white man. I, I felt bad after it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I bought a, bro, every hood every hood had a setup person with the, everybody I, I got with, a, with the I guy got, with his van open you know I got he, a new I got a new shirts I got a new I got a new shirt later <laughs> on but I bought it from a I bought it a while back from a company I'm like you know what I don't feel right wearing this <laughs> just let me go to the hood and get right. and find a shirt man <laughs> so I switched out my shirt for the one I put on the internet later on but uh Ray how was your holiday it was good. Did a little bar hopping, then like closed it out with bowling. So, yeah, we we, we was out there. Man, outside was outside, and it's always a great time. And we can't wait to be back outside with you, wrestling fans, and the Culture Cast community. You're gonna see us at shows coming up in the near future uh, this summer as we close out the year. Uh, if you catch us at Raw, if you catch us at Full Gear, if you catch us at um, All Outs, uh, if you catch us at Warrior, any other local independent shows. Make sure you holler at us for the culture, by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. We are the culture cast. I'm the oh, you should know. Ray, what's good? Fuzzing four. Brit to the <laughs> knee. Brit to, Brit to the knee. What's happening? Just live your life. Do you. Yeah, shout out to Buddy. How the hell you win a two-on-one fight on the low ground? <laughs> Buddy is a goat. <laughs> Watch watch One Piece. Watch One Piece. It's about to go up. Anime for life. And we go. The low ground, though. Sons and foe. <laughs> Sons and foe. 